Welcome to Where's the Line, I'm your host Jimmy Fenton and boy oh boy I cannot say I've been more excited for a week than this week here, I'm absolutely toey, that's right, it's a cracking weekend, it's Derby Day baby, we are joined by regular members, first of all, Tyler, the birthday boy Juice, how are you mate? Very good mate, very happy to be here. Good to have you back, mate. Um, hope you have a fiesta. Thank you. Did Kiara treat you, mate? Yeah, she did. Maybe some vanilla cupcakes. So oh. that was nice of her. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Any other nice little gifts? Uh, no, uh, she, we had dinner at Dad's, so i got fucking nothing. Oh. I'm chasing oh. after it tonight, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the IOU, mate. Right? <laughs> How was your pork belly? Yeah, I didn't have pork belly, mate. I'm not touching that shit every day. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for coming back in, Tyler. Uh, we're also joined this week by, or I used to call him a regular, but I don't know recently because he's been missing a few weeks. That's right, that's Ditcho Davis. Uh, he might have found his feet last week, probably not, we never know, he might have been a fluke. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Jimmy, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, love to be here, finding winners, and I'd just like to say, um, although I haven't had the greatest year, I've been the most... Uh, the most consistent punter on the podcast. <laughs> Why? Why would you say consistent? Consistently because shit. I'm the only tipster who has consistently picked a winner every single week. Every single week. So you know what? Some people follow our Facebook pages. Uh, they listen to our Spotify and they think, you know what? I'll just have one better week. You know, that's all I can afford. Ten bucks. Who do they turn to? They turn to Cisco and nine times out of ten. They're going on that winner that I'm picking. So, you know, good to be back. Um, and they're also well, when, down. When, when, oh, when, 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 <laughs> when it's one out of ten every week. Yeah, I hope you're picking the right one. Yeah, right, he's right. in a profit last uh, week. Well done, so, mate. Congratulations. Great to be back. Uh, and after a few weeks <laughs> off, I'll tell you what, we've missed this bloke and I can't wait to see what he's got in store today. That's Uncle Schmicky Holmes. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. I really do miss listening to Regan dribble shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, well listening here is turned on tonight because I am here and I'm going to be number one dribbler on here. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, what a cracking weekend. We've got the Derby Day, We've I think it's uh, 10 races, I think nine of them are group races. Before we go ahead, um, can we just have a consensus on what we call it? Is it a Derby Day or Derby Day? With no, I think it's Derby. Because I call it Derby. Yeah, Derby. 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 If it was over here, I think we could call it Derby, Derby. but I think it's Victoria, so they call it the Derby. Derby. The Derby. So well, can, we'll we stick just, with Derby. can we just decide on a Derby? Mate, can we pick one? Each Derby. to their own. Each to their own. <laughs> well, it's annoying. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Let's head across to Rose Hill as they've got the Golden Eagle, which is their way of taking on Derby Day. Uh, with a, I think, was it $5 million race? 7.5 million. 7.5. Probably 5 mil for the winner. And it's also an incentive to keep um, the uh, horses in it for four-year-old seasons instead of a retirement off to start it after three. But uh, let's go straight to race six, the Classic Legend Stakes, which is over 1,300. I think this is an absolute cracking race. Uh, uh, Schmicky, mate. Jimmy, I know I haven't been here for a couple of weeks, but we need a track report. Oh, we do need we a track do. report. <laughs> so it's good to be back, Jim, um, and I will deliver track reports. And unlike Tyler, I'm very aware of when it's raining and what the tracks are. I think I'm one from one. So that's the only win I'm having over Tyler this year, and I'll take it. The Sydney Spring Carnival rolls on this Saturday with a not an eight, not nine, but ten race program at Rose Hill. Highlighted by the 7.5 million Golden Eagle over 1,500 metres. The weather is fine, the track is a good four, and the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. So no excuses on Saturday, Jimbo. Will it be a good four on the weekend, Rex? It will be a good four. Perfect. We'll hold you to that. All right, let's, let's rock and roll. We'll take eh? it. If it so goes to a good three, I want one, to One <laughs> unit. 
Reverse Tyler on the track. Uh, race six, the Classique Legend Stakes. Regan, just continue on, mate. What are you going here? Poor, what a horse Classique Legend is, was. It, All right, before yeah. anyone can say anything, uh, Rose Hill, so we're going straight to the Golden Eagle, Jimbo? No, Classique Legend Stakes. Oh, Classique Legend Stakes. Sorry, mate. I got about. carried away because you said Classique Legend. I just started fantasising about that Everest win a couple of years ago. Too bad um, he couldn't do it the other week. <laughs> yeah, but he probably... Actually, we're going to get into him about the old Classique Legend not running a drum and... Jimbo, I don't think we have Jenny? I don't think we have enough. Pride of Jenny. Pride of Jenny's still running. Pride of Jenny, Jenny's going to be a stakes winner. I wouldn't be surprised don't if he pops you. up on the weekend and wins a nah. if, if you actually yeah, think Pride of Jenny's going to win. I'll tell you what, uh, Colette's going to go around as a uh, good bet on the weekend. No, um, not if it's a good nobody, track. Nobody's taking it? No, I am. Not if it's a good <laughs> track. Somebody will be I taking am. it. I'm um, taking it. Because it was on track for a Caulfield Cup. I mm. believe before it got an ulcer. Yeah, yeah. somewhere yeah. wrong with the is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to Absence, him when we get to him. We'll oh. get to him soon. Let's tip our 23 right. listeners some winners. Yeah, boys. sorry. So I'm just going to um, drag and dribble and keep it out. nice and brief. Uh, <laughs> Mars Crusader. I know somebody else is going to tip it here, so I'll just say that's what I'm tipping, Mars Crusader. Beautiful. I'll jump in. Yeah, I'm with you, mate. Mars Crusader, number $2. two forty. $2.40. Happy to take it. I'll uh, get Sparrow 5, but... This horse doesn't really matter about the barrier because he's going to end up at the tail because he can't get out the um, barriers. He's, he's trying to be the old... Shitako. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, unbelievable run last start. Really, really unlucky not to have been an Everest winner. Um, this field here is pretty similar and I think he should run straight past him. The extra 100 should suit and Musk Crusader to his 40. Tyler? Yeah, well, I looked last night and he was $3.30, so he's dropped down 90 cents, which I is huge. Him. Um, should have won the Everest if he didn't miss a start and got a check down the straight, but I think it was like lost and running. Yeah. Um, he'll be very hard to beat if he turns up. Um, Eduardo is a big chance, especially, um, if it is a leader bias track as well, if it goes to a good three. Um, just, yeah, Rose Hill was really bad for it as well. Um, I'm interested to see lost and running because it did have a pretty good run. It got fourth and even though it didn't show up really well in the prep, in his prep prior, um, I think he can run a pretty good race. I don't see anything else getting close to him. Gitra was disappointing in the Everest. Um, Kementari, but he's none for two. Um, There's a bit of pace in the race. Yeah, and the one I'm interested to see is Big Parody. Can he match it with like the big boys? That's so, the big question, isn't it? Um, I think he's... Oh, what is it? What price is he sitting at? 8.50. 8.50. I think that's a pretty good price to have a crack at him. Or chucking your exotics anyways. But yeah, I'm going Marshall Sato, $2.40. Perfect. Smicky, who do you like here, mate? I'm going with number one, Eduardo... Paying $4.40 at the moment. My boy Nashi Raw Willer on board, trained by Joseph Pride. I think it was pretty unlucky as well in the Everest. Um, very strong horse. I think it'll go out near the lead. If it doesn't lead, it'll still be very close to the front. And I'm hoping it'll be able to just keep on kicking. Yeah, I don't think there's many leaders in this. Uh, Eduardo, uh, Big Parody, and Lost and Running. Yeah, Big, oh. Parody, Big Parody is Wide Barrier, Lost and Running, Wide Barrier. I yeah, think so Eduardo jumping from so Barrier 4. They'll both, be, they'll both be, I reckon they'll be going hard for the lead then. Yeah, should wide. find the front, should keep kicking. Um, worst case scenario, you get somewhere between second and fifth, which we're getting cash back for with Sportsbet for all 10 races at Rose Hill this week and also the nine races in Melbourne. Lucky we didn't have Schmick on last week. He would have been at, you would have been vomiting when Mickey was putting his same races yeah. on every single race. Is was he with cashbacks on? No, yeah. no, oh. ca- no cashbacks. No, yeah, no cashbacks yeah, for the same races. Oh. Yeah. He's just doing two. Two yeah. as well. Come on, Smick. you got to at least act like you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> I wasn't one of the 23 listeners last week. 
Oh. All right, we head across to the Golden Eagle, which is over 1,500 metres. And I think this is an absolute belter race here. I think, it, you know, the, the favourite's deservingly, but I think you can find some uh, value in this race. Yep. So, uh, Tyler, who do you like here, mate? Well, it was my future bet the other week, and I'm sticking with it. Um, I'm thunderstruck. It's four bucks. I said he would go into 250 after he gets a good barrier, but I was wrong about that. <laughs> um, I still think he's a massive chance. The only other one I see is Private Eye, and that's drawn super wide. Um, Ellsberg is a chance. The one at massive odds that I'm, well, I put down is AIM. I mentioned it uh, when it ran last start, and I think it was paying 23s, and I said put it in your exotics, ended up winning. Now it's at 46 bucks. I think um, the Snowdens have figured this horse out, so definitely chuck him in there. But I don't see much beating I'm Thunderstruck. I think he's going to be way too classy. So I'm, I'm Thunderstruck, four bucks. Lovely, mate. Schmicky, who do you like here, mate? I like one that Tyler mentioned, Private Eye. Absolutely ter- terrible barrier from Barrier 17, but the horse likes to get back and absolutely flies late. So I'm hoping that a my boy Nashi once again can give Private Eye a lovely run through the field and catch the ones that are leading. Lovely, mate. Paying six fifty at the moment. Yeah, beautiful. Did you? Well, Jimbo, it's going to be great to not only have a unit off Tyler for... Uh, the track being a good four, but also make up 12 units this race on him. Um, <laughs> so, to me, this race is all about number 13, maximal, at 12 bucks. If he brings the UK form, he wins. Punters, do yourself a favour, look at his UK form. Hurricane Lane, Bay Eid, Poetic Flair, it's world-class form. From all reports, he's settled into Australian life nicely, and those form lines are just far superior to anything engaged in this race. Just needs luck from the extremely wide draw. It's but been twelve like, bucks. It's been like four lengths and five lengths off them though. World class, world class form. They, what, do they pay them with peanuts or something over there? Because it's won ninety six thousand dollars in its career, and you're telling me it's racing in world class races where all the other ones that are in the race have won over a million. Yeah. Looks like class ones, but boys. It's going to be five million bucks and it's kitty after Saturday. Get on. And it's got Alicia Collette on board, so I think I'll be keeping those units to myself. I don't mind Alicia Collette. She's not bad. She's one of the only decent two holes, that's for sure. Nah, Linda Meach, mate. She's She's, a ripper this season. Oh, she was crook on one the other day. Um, But yeah, nah. All right then, Regan. Well, good luck to you, mate. Uh, It's always a big ask. I'm first up over 1,500 in Australia from being an international, but best of luck to you. Oh, uh, well, tell you what, it probably beat my horse because I've got number seven, Amish Boy, at 950 oh, for yeah. a place. <laughs> I backed him last time. You get nearly $10 for a place. In fact, it might be at $10 if anyone oh, can check the Jim was just slandering his younger brother. Yeah, for doing place bets. Not doing place bets and same race multis when it's cash back. And then he comes on and he serves up this absolute trash. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to line through it, Jim. Let's go yeah, to Flemo. Uh, this hang on, hang on. Uh, why don't you do each way? Like, <laughs> I would have gone each way, but it's, uh, this is my next part. One win from 19 suggests he probably won't win. <laughs> but he might be able to place. He's placing 10 out of, uh, 10 out of 19. Jim, we're losing them, the listeners. They're pressing 15 seconds on Spotify. They're skipping yeah. through it. <laughs> $9.50. Let's get over to pretty Flemo. <laughs> oh, sorry that we can't all back in national horses that are going to fucking make up numbers. <laughs> You're backing up place that's making up numbers good intention in the podcast today boys well he's paying just as much as your horse is paying for a win so fucking get off me cunt language warning viewers it makes no sense oh we had six units shorter and it's a place I get cash back after I win now we head to HQ you don't get get cash back after you win 
Well, I do when it's what? If, if, it, win, if it wins, you get a winning, not, not a cash back. And if it loses, I get my cash back. Okay, but well, if it comes, get it right then. Fourth or fifth on Amish Boy, who's only ever had one win. It's not happening, Jim. <laughs> well, has yours, even, has yours even won yet? Pick another horse. Has yours even won yet? Yeah, it's won. Pick another horse. Oh, 190k <laughs> prize money. Amish Boy's won two million. So. All right, let's head to HQ. <laughs> We're not even doing a track report because this boy can get fucked. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good four, Jimbo. Oh, perfect. Where's the rail at? Mm, mm, that's need. why you need a track report because <laughs> the best carnival that Australian racing has to offer is Cut Week at Flemington and this Saturday kicks it off with Derby Day. One of the best races on the calendar. The weather is fine, the track is a good four and the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. Lovely. Let's head to race four. Not one day. Lift Lyle, 1,200 metres. Uh, Regan, go on then, mate. Um, so I'm interested to see, uh, Tyler mentioned this horse earlier, um, from inside word, it is heading to Melbourne, um, but it could be scratching, so I might have to redo this later on. Going on, Kematari has returned in super order for James Cummings. Surprised us all, I think, with a first up win um, at Flemington in the Gilgai before going to Sydney Stakes, where he really had no chance given the race shape, but was really good late um, when coming fourth. So I think if he sits closer... He'll be around the mark, so um, I reckon it's good about fourteen dollars. Cool, Tyler. I'm going Oxley Road, three dollars and ten. Um, starting the making this horse, ultra impressive last start. Fought off a very handy horse. Um, he only improve off that as well, and he's well, he's weighted fifty three kilos, and that's very good um, compared to the field uh, with Special K. He did. He was impressive first up, and he wasn't too bad as um, second up. But I'm just not sure about him. I'm, I think he's a bit of an enigma as well, so he yeah. probably won't turn up now. Um, the big danger I see is Kemal Parsa. Um, his last prep, he got third in the Gigai and then won this race, and he's done the same um, so far. This prep, he got third in the Gigai and he could potentially win this race as well because he's a very handy straight track tra- um straight track yeah, horse loves for so but other than that i don't see much in the field that can uh win yeah either. brooklyn hustle might be yeah, interesting but, runner yeah we, i think james mcdonald's on board instant but, celebrity possibly yeah but. i don't yeah i think oxay road is a proper star in the making yeah he, he i think he should win beautiful well i'll jump in there i'm with you as well i'm on oxay road at three dollars ten um, it was very good uh, two weeks ago on Everest weekend, and I think he should with fifty three kilos should go win again. One I want to just throw out there: he's run around fifty three kilos at WA horse Sam is that eight dollars fifty a place. I think it's thirty five forty for a win. Um, if you're doing true trifectas and quartets, make sure you put it in there. And it might even be worth a cheeky same race multi for that one to run top four because yeah. I reckon it should run a big race. Spiggy, I'm on Brooklyn Hustle number four barrier four. Paying $5, James McDonald on board, going down to Melbourne this week, not racing in Sydney. Um, it was pretty ordinary in the Moyer Stakes in the Group 1 race. But ran, ran off the track. Ran off the track, did it? Yeah. yeah I didn't watch it, just from me poor studies that I do. <laughs> sounds like it was pretty ordinary, but sounds like its last race uh, it was extraordinarily unlucky in the Northwood Plume Group 3, where it uh, got held up very badly and only missed by less than two lengths. So I think at $5, a very classy horse and possibly can get up. Lovely, man. I like that. I was tossing and turning with that one and uh, Oxley. All right, let's head to race five, the Empire Rose, which is over 1,600 metres. I mean, it's an Empire Rose, year after year, just throws up a classic field where it's always very hard to pick one out, I reckon. I, I think. feel like this is the easiest field ever. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, you, you have Tofane, who's a, um, what was, she's a Stradbroke winner, and then you have Pride of Jenny, who's a benchmark 70 horse. Yeah, right? but there's about five or six horses in between. No, nah, no way. Like, there's Colette, and who else? Like, Mystic Journey lost to um, Pride of Jenny. Um, Sierra Sue, 27, just don't know how she's, 27 bucks. Still a star, only just beat Pride of Jenny. Um, Jenny. Hungry Heart, probably too, sh- um, too short. Um, the New Zealand horse probably is a chance. Everything else, I don't think is. I still, even in I still, Maybe think, I still think there's. Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking. I reckon there's about six horses that can win it. Put it that way. At big odds. Yeah. Anyways, that's, not, that's what I was saying. None of the short it's always ones. a good. I think there's a. I think there's a couple around the mark. But yeah, Tafan's definitely the standout. I mean. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you're on Tafan. Yeah, I'm going Tafani. I don't see any. Oh, the only one. That I I'm see. so confused. He's just contradicted himself like four times there. Yeah. He <laughs> said nothing's a chance. Oh yeah, at long odds this one. Yeah, there's uh, only that one's alright. That one's alright. Nothing short. Oh, maybe it odds. Sh- that one's alright. All the short <laughs> ones, like Mystic Journey, still a star. Anything. Put under- a prong on it if you're confident. Yeah, I'll put a prong on it. That Pride of Jenny won't even run. She'll come dead last. <laughs> Top six. Alright, do deal. Pride of Jenny won't get top six. And I, you get your prong out if it yep. doesn't. And you get a prong out if it does. Oh, big baby.
I'll kick myself when Tofano wins, but I really think Colette should uh, give it a real good crack. And if we were getting four or five dollars for Tofano, I'd probably probably end up just jumping. I'll probably bet on Tofano myself. But at three dollars, I'm happy to risk it and go Colette at sevens. All right, the feature of the weekend, the Victorian Derby, which is over twenty five hundred. This is always a cracking race because it's just young horses that have never run this far. It's always a um a, a who can who can last the longest, pretty much. And I think this is a really good year for it. So um, let's get straight into it. Schmicky. Uh, uh, Schmicky. <laughs> straight out time, Lucky. Race number six at Flemington, the Victoria Derby. Derby. There'll be gildings. There'll be geldings. <laughs> Who knows what's in this race? We haven't had one of them this year. We haven't, have we? But we had a fair few geldings a couple of years back, didn't we, Reg? Specifically trying to not uh, refer to <laughs> any horse by its genitalia. This year. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going with number three, Allegron, with uh, one of my favourite jockeys again, Brett Preble on board. He, he was on fire a few weeks ago. He's gone a little bit quiet lately, but he's still picking up his winners here and there. Uh, it's been running some pretty good races, been within a few lengths in good group races its last couple, and I think it's a big chance. Lovely, mate. Uh, Tyler? I'm going my future bet, forget you, I backed at six bucks for my future bet, now it's sitting at 460, I think. Um, the market doesn't look like they, they want him that much, which I'm a bit surprised by. Very surprised. Yeah. Um, this bloke has a perfect barrier um, with the best group one jockey on board with Daniel Moore. He's backing up, which I love in horses, which I've said before. I, I can't fault him. He's um, still a chance for the Cup as well. If he runs top two, he can race in the Melbourne Cup because um, the owners have all paid up uh, for the Cup. So they obviously think Jeez. highly of him. Um, You'd be pushing it for three runs in, what, ten days? Yeah. No, That's a big effort for a three-year-old. I know, but they they're still they still paid up, and he still can, as long as he gets top two, he can run. So it'll be interesting to see if he makes it top two. This has been his grand final. Like they've always said, the guineas and all that kind of stuff. That was sort of an afterthought, and he still ran Cox superb as well. Yeah, and Cox Plate ran superb in him. Um, but yeah, I think he's, I think he's a seriously one to beat. And Gunstock would have been the other one, but he's got a super wide barrier. So yeah, I'm um, forget you. I think he's very good value. Oh, I'm with you. Four dollars sixty. Forget you. Uh, cracking win last start. Uh, really had a grind to get there. Uh, the one that he ran past is that good odds. That twenty four hours of thirties, uh, something to do with Harry. Oh yeah, that was a Linda Meach, but she took off and yeah, sort of yeah, so maybe. And I don't think it was his preferred track either, and he still won. So. Yeah, yeah. So if you're um, looking for something at odds, that might be a good bet. I can't remember the name. Uh, but Commander yeah, Harry. Yeah, Commander Harry. But uh, yeah, if you got you up to twenty five hundred last week, it looks like he's just looking for twenty five hundred. So um, yeah, I'm really really keen to see how this uh, how he goes. Uh, Ditcho, who you like, mate? Uh, righto, lads. Having one of the biggest throws at the stump the podcast I've ever seen. Going number 12, Clyde, at $91. Could be <laughs> could be one of the better 100-to-1 chances I've come across. And if there's a bloke who picks 100-to-1 winners, it's me. <laughs> I'm a proven winner no. over odds. I've never, never done it on the podcast. I've done it before and I'll do it again, so get on my back. It's, it's going to be a big week. It's into 67s. Last start winner and a tidy record in He's his career today. The spring, I've actually taken the screenshot as what was um, told. I took a screenshot of when I got the odds. So I've got <laughs> it right here. I'll show it. Persona, I'll yeah. show it right here. $91 for a win, $17 for a place. Thank you. Oh, $21 for a place, sorry. Thank you very much. Go straight on the night. So now that is set. 
in stone. Last start winner and tidy record in his career to date. The spring champion race was a race totally against him. I'm just justifying why I reckon it's a good bet. Um, he lumped 59 kilos last start against older horses um, and was impressive in winning. Big gaps are out in fast time. He'll settle handy. He'll stay. Has the spring champion form. He's just at stupid odds. So honestly, I reckon it's way overs. I reckon he'll probably jump at $30. So 20 bucks, um, $10 each way at $91 and $21 a place. I don't reckon it's bad. bad. It is been proven as well. Derby doesn't have many favourite winners. I think no. last one was in five years ago or something. Yeah. Because the 2500s is what it is. Because all these horses, they're all three-year-olds. So they're not really... You don't get many three-year-old races. They're not built to run 2500, yeah. You can't argue with that 1.7 length winning a BM58 race at Scone in its last start, can you? Can't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, Karen, 60 kilos against um, five, six-year-old horses. Boys, you don't sounds, actually, like, sounds like world-class form. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't actually, you don't actually see three-year-olds carry over... 59, 60 kilos much over distance because they have a lot of respiratory problems because of that. So huge form line um, is actually having like distance. Well, it's not huge, it's world class. This isn't world class, Jimmy, but it's going to be run a good race. So I reckon... How much prize money has he got? Uh, let me have a look. Oh, after the scone win, probably a fair bit. Ah, uh, 70 grand. <laughs> so he's, he's got 20 grand less of your world class So, form. But 70 grand, right? And then the favourite in this race has got 150 grand. So, Jim, not a big difference in this. I'm talking about your one in the Golden Eagle. That's world Mate, class. that is world class form. Have a look at some of those horses. Uh, all right, let's head across to the... I reckon this is pretty close to the best race of the weekend. The Coolmore Stakes, Stud Stakes, which is over 1,200 metres. Um, it's always been a cracker this race. I mean, Exceedance beat Bivouac a couple of years ago. Um, there's been some other big winners in there. Um, I'm, I love this race every year. Mm, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> thanks, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may as well start us off, mate. Uh, I think Regs will like this one, actually. Ice Bath at 10 bucks. Um, once again, shouldn't be $10. I think the bookies have got it completely wrong. Isn't that a different race? Uh, no, Cantella is in there. No, Coolmore. Oh, you said the Candela. I said the Coolmore oh, Stud. Right. Well, even better. Home Affairs at 11 bucks. Um, I nearly made this my best bet. Like, I think Sportsbet have got the odds completely wrong with this bloke. Um, I think the intern might be doing the odds, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but he absolutely brained Paulie, um, Paulelli last start. And Paulelli's 7 bucks, and he's 11. He's got a wide barrier, which suits a leader, um, especially down the straight. Um and he raced in the Everest last start, and he was only f- uh, five lengths off the best sprinter in Oz. And I, I honestly cannot believe it. Um, oh, I agree. The grey shouldn't be twenty three dollars. No. Um, I think big run, f- that big run last start. Yeah, I think there's a few false favourites um, yeah. floating around this week. But yeah, I think he could definitely win. I think this is a very good trifecta quartet race. Yep. That's for sure. I think the only query on home affairs is his um, form over twelve. Is it twelve hundred? I think mean, it's had one place from three runs. That's probably the only but query has, on it. hasn't ran that much either because it is a, only yeah. a three-year-old. I think that's the only query on it. But other than that, I agree. I think $11 I think is gonna, well over. Yeah, nearly made We have been knocking, betting on anything, but putting it on the nose with the cashbacks on all day. But the, it is worth backing the trifectas and quartets as well with the top-toed exotics. That yeah. yeah. Well it, especially after the derby, this, I'm sure there's going to be a pool roll over yeah. something rough. This, this, I know um, I had one a few weeks ago that had paid only... Two and a half or three thousand on um, on S tab or whatever it is on your tab touch and it paid friggin' eight grand over east or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's a good time. Ten percent. Yeah, thought I was going to get under three hundred and I picked up eight hundred. <laughs> oh, that's all right. 
Um, alrighty, let's... Uh, Schmiggy, who do you like here, mate? I like... Artorius, number two, paying $8.50. Um, another very good horse, over a million dollars in prize money from its eight starts. It's a, a beautiful brown horse, and I think it's going to win. Lovely, Schmickle. Did you? Uh, yeah, so um, I reckon it's a pretty good race. This. Um, oh, I just can't give a tourist another chance. I think I've been on it three times this podcast season, and just hasn't quite got done it for me. They're unsure um, about their, his distance. Like, Do they race him over further, and then now they're bringing him back because he wasn't doing well? I just further. hate seeing horses come up and down distance. I reckon it would be extremely hard to manage. Um, oh, he's a but, little jockey whore. He's had Curry on board. Yeah, he's had bloody cool. Jason Collette on yeah, board. He's now had he's Damien Lane on board. He's got the King Glenn Glen Glen Boss. <laughs> Do you not like Glenn Boss? No, he's all right, but he, geez, he loves the fucking chat a bit, doesn't he? And say, he does, but I love these, it. These it's good. He's got a bit of character. He was getting into Dennis Pagan the other day. Yeah, he I see like, that. Johnny, Johnny, get angry. You shouldn't be racing to the cup. And Dennis Probably Pagan's shouldn't. Like, Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, did you who do you like? Yeah, sorry. If I can just sidetrack a little bit more. Um, absolutely <laughs> love to hear Tyler say that Nature Strip was the best sprinter in the world because our uh, dedicated, long-time, loving listeners will recall I said that in season one and James started laughing, was very dismissive of it. Season two, the exact same. Had to tip it at Moya Stakes night. Jimmy was like, oh, no, can't go over the 1,000 metres, giving it nothing. So, Jim, big up yours. Love to see Nature Strip win the Everest, even though I wasn't on it. Jimmy won a bit of money off it, but I just think humble pie is one of the sweetest things um, <laughs> when it's not you eating it. You could definitely so, get some of that, that's for sure. Flemo, race seven, um, Extreme Warrior, $4.20. Looks one with upside and timing. Um, not going to lie, I wrote it off in the um, Sapphire. I didn't give it uh, maiden win much at... Um, Brandom. Ichuka. Yeah, and at Brandom, and it was back with confidence. So... Um, you have to think he will just keep improving, and if that eventuates, he'll take a power of beating. So I reckon it's all right, bet. Beautiful. I'm with Schmicky. I'm on number two at Tories. I'm giving it one more chance. Um, surely he can finally get, get the win. Um, yeah, I always want to see him get a win for the podcast, because I think between us, we would have had at least like six to eight units on this horse at least, throughout uh, the season, and nothing, yeah, all, nothing's come back. Yeah. Um, I think the straight's going to be the... I think that's what's going to be trickier. I think he always finds bad luck where he kind of gets too far back and finds a bit of trouble here or there. But I think up the straight, he should be a really good chance of you know getting a clean run. Glenn Boss aboard. Um, there's a lot of horses I'm scared of in this race. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to pick out six. I'm just going to go a trifecta or a quartet. Um, I think the Godolphins are a good ones to put in there. Yep. Um, and I'm very scared of home affairs, but... Yeah, at twelve hundred, I'm just. I it was, is a straight. I was happy. And lose a lot of horses, so yeah. Uh, anything can honestly win if they can't handle the straight. Like yeah, that's why he's probably one of the better horses in the field after his last win. But you just don't know. Yeah, if but the straight. And you don't know how good that form is either. Yeah, I know. Prof- Profiteer Prof- hasn't really turned up. That no, much. he hasn't done anything. But yeah, all right. We had of course the Flemington race eight, the Kennedy Cantalus eight, which is over sixteen hundred, and I think this is another good cracker as well. I think this is a wide open mm. race. Um, did you You may as well start us off, mate. Uh, going number 14, Mr. Brightside. It's been absolutely flying over the uh, recent months. I had a quick look before um, because I know he's won, a, he's won a few in a row and he's had six consecutive wins. So the latest was in the Seymour Cup at Ballarat. That's a good win. Um, and that form's been truly ticked off with just Jake winning the Crystal Mile last Saturday. Um, so down in weight, hard fit in form. Uh, and I just have a rule of punting that when things are winning, they... 
more often than not run a good race. So yeah. um, it's good, good bet, I reckon, at $4.20. Lovely. In a hard field. So. Schmicky? I'm going with my third horse, starting with an A in a row, Arameo, Aramayonaise, <laughs> uh, with Bossy on board again. I do like Bossy, Melbourne Cup winning jockey. These Melbourne Cup winning jockeys, they really do like to rock up around Melbourne Cup time. And we probably haven't really mentioned, but it's the Melbourne Cup next Tuesday. Uh, paying $8, coming off a few places in a row, cash back second to fifth. Probably not going to need to worry about that, because at $8, I think it gets up. Lovely. Tyler? Oh, I said it before, Ice Bath, 10 bucks. Awesome win last start on a dry track, which doesn't suit him. Um, and he's getting my money. I, I don't mind Mr. Brightside, but I'm a bit... Um, unsure how like, how you go against it. This is group one. This is group one. Uh, like Superstorm, ten bucks shouldn't be ten bucks. Zutori is at thirty fives. I Just don't know. distance. Yeah, distance. Um, Buffalo River is a good chance. Riodini. Yeah, there's there's a few in there. Like even Romance at sixty one dollars um, and fifty two kegs and King of Magnus. King so, Magnus been running well. Yeah, right. very like King Magnus hasn't ran a bad and race. Shalette's so, like, first yeah. up run was good. God, it hurt watching Ice Bath win last time. I think know. I've had it, yeah. three units on it this um, year. I've had eight as well. Um, I don't get it on it once and it wins at ten bucks. <laughs> I, I, I think, think it's, I think Flemington's going to suit him perfectly. Like a long straight. Um, and he, he does have a wide barrier But it shouldn't bother him too much Because he's a back marker anyways And John McNeil on board I think he's going to run a super race And 53 kilos So big tick Beautiful um, Well we're just talking about jockeys That fire up at this time of the year There's no better jockey ever In the history of Victorian Carnival Than this man Damien Oliver mm. He's got the most ever Flemington Carnival wins So I'm going to go with Number three Super Storm Backed it a few times in the pot as well He did win it for me the other, uh, At Mooney Valley that day mm. So hopefully at $10, it's a great value here. I think he should probably be about six or seven here because this is a good field, but I still think he's put over the odds here. Um, Oliver will give him a brilliant steer. He's got barrier 14, which is a little bit annoying, but at the same time, it means he's going to have to get out wide, and that's where you want him. You want him out wide on the straight and flying home. So hopefully he can, Damien Oliver can give him a peach and he can get over the top of him and get a nice little win here. All right, we had a Flemington race nine, the last one. The Furphy Sprint, which is over 1,100 metres. And another cracking race here. Tyler, I think I know where you're going, so you yeah, might start off. I'm going Menage at $5.50. Backed it the other week as one of my best. Um, and boy, was it impressive. She loves the straight at Flemington as well. Even though she hasn't won much, she's been super impressive. I think she can do one better if she gets the right one. This is probably one of the hardest races of the day, I reckon. I agree. Um, there are so many big odds that I like. Like Swats out at 35s, loves the straight. Written Broody at 21s, even Rainbill 11s, I don't think should be 11s, um, but it'll be a very interesting race. But I think Menage should get the money, and they wouldn't be racing it, like I said the other week, they wouldn't be racing it if they think, think it's yeah. yeah, going to lose some value. So they obviously think she's going to add some value to their uh, little pocket. So Menage at $5.50. Beautiful. This is going to be, I reckon this quality must pay 10000 10, plus yeah. this week, eh? Go wide on all your quaddies. You have to, don't <laughs> just you? Just get, your, just get your five. Get the zero point zero zero. Get your five with ten percent. Uh, Schmiggy, who you like here, mate? I like number nine, Ballistic Lover, paying eight dollars with Blakey McDougal on board. I think it's going to appreciate the eleven hundred meters. Um, number nine, Barry Nine, greatest number in the world. I like it. Beautiful. I might jump in there. I'm with you, Schmiggy. I'm on number nine, Ballistic Lover, eight dollars. 
Um, his two runs this prep have been outstanding. Uh, and I think he should really love Flemington here up the straight. Uh, three over six over the distance. His last run was a fourth behind Wild Ruler in the, I think it was the group one, mm-hmm. uh, in the Moyer Stakes. Um, before a cracking five-length trial win. So $8 is definitely overs here. I think she's a beautiful chance, and I'll, I reckon it could be a little get-out-of-jail for, for the punters here. Schmidt, uh, Regan, how, who are you on here, mate? Um, so I don't mind um, Joanne Diva at a rough either. Um, if everyone's throwing out rough things, I think that's at 30 to 1 um, with Brett Pebble on board. But I'm actually going um, one of Jimmy's favourite horses. Uh, he declared it the other week and just um, didn't produce, unfortunately. So I'm hoping to add a bit of salt to the wound and it win for me. Um, at $5.50 September run. It's, it's last chance territory, um, but saving grace for her this weekend is returning to the straight track where she does do her best. Um, so I'm hoping back at the straight course uh, and a bit of juice in the ground, she can make it three from three in the distance. And uh, the gremlin's off as well, so that could be a big tick. If she wins, I'll fucking spew. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. After too. last week, after how, it, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even like it ever looked a chance. It was just fucked the whole way. I was actually thinking about doing it as my best bet, just to just see if it did win tax and salt. Doing oh, a Jimbo well. double. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Can I just clarify as well, are we going to allow Regan to brag if Juan Diva wins? Easy. No chance. No, nah, well, I'll just probably do similar <laughs> that, to what... That will run um, in the bottom for real. Are we going to let him claim units? <laughs> no, nah, I'll just do similar to what... Because he's quite dodgy with claiming I'll units. I'll just do similar to what Tyler did when after AIM won. Hey, you just bring it back on. Nice yeah. and easy. Because that was good. I was When AIM was winning, I was like, come on, don't win. Get run over. <laughs> I hate seeing things that someone else has said. Oh, then I'm like, I just forgot it was in the race. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking they pop up and win. All right, let's head across to our best bets. Uh, Regan, you're talking, so may as well continue. Yeah, awesome. Um, so my best bet, uh, I'll, re- I'll just explain a horse quickly. Um, All right, Will moving Chino. on. <laughs> uh, Will Chano, $2.60. Those I don't know how many win. people watched the race last week, but what on <laughs> earth was that? That was incredible. At the track distance, she led throughout and she spanked them in a sizzling time and one of the quickest times recorded at Ascot over that distance. Um, that alone could potentially book her a trip to Melbourne. So keep an eye out because Connections are thinking about possibly sending her over to Melbourne. Um, electric performance, and I reckon she can win again. So that's at $2.60. Now, I'm getting a little bit greedy this week because I've found myself wanting to catch up on a couple units. So that into Ascot Race 3, um, Dias or Dues, however they pronounce it, to place. Um, into Elite Street to win, and that's at 13 to 1 odds. If you want to get greedy, you can go all three, and that boosts the odds up to 41, um, which I don't think is too bad, but I'll play it safe, so 13 to 1 odds. So that's Will Chino to win the other two to place? Um, Elite Street to win, and Juas to place. Oh, cool. Uh, Tyler? Um, I'm going Pricks D-Turn at $3.70. I mentioned this horse in the Guineas, I think it was, and it ran a super race considering its barrier. Um, I found it pretty hard finding a best bet because I feel like any of the horses I picked, I could have put them as probably my best bet. Um, but um, picking this guy just purely <laughs> it must because... must be nice being at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that confidence. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of my shorter best bets as well for a while. Um, but picking this guy, his first up run um, caught my eye and his last run wasn't that bad either in the guineas. He has drew a good barrier, which would be nice. If he can get a nice jump and where he doesn't sit on the fence too much and can get out and use a Flemington straight to his advantage, I don't see much um, beating him. But it is a uh, one of those maiden races, so it, 
something could pop up out of nowhere. So it's a bit risky, but I'm willing to have a little risk because i got some units up my sleeve. Fair enough, mate. I like it. Uh, Schmicky, best bet? I'm going to stick with me player of the matches, me man of the matches, me woman's of the matches, what I've been having a crack at all year and not being able to nail. But in the game tonight, Thursday night, so hopefully... You tune in and listen early enough to get on this one. Australia versus Sri Lanka in the T20 World Cup. I'm going for player of the match, Josh Hazelwood, paying $15. He had a brilliant um, IPL where he, where he took out the flag and was very important for his team. He got man of the match last game and um, he's been bowling sensationally lately. Um, I noticed last night Chris Wokes for England had the ball absolutely spitting off the deck. I think these pitches suit the seamers and... At 15 to 1, I think Hazelwood's a good bet. Get on. Lovely, Schmick. Um, Tyler, best bet? I've already done my best bet. My bad. <laughs> um, my best bet, I'm taking one of Regan's legs. I've got Elite Street at $2.60 at Ascot Race 9. Uh, if you're going to steal one of my horses, I'll steal one of yours. I'm Elite Street. <laughs> uh, cracking win first up. Regs, one of his few winners on the pod this week. Uh, on the on the pod this season, the old trusty elite straight. Been good to me for a couple of years. Yeah. Did we back it in the group one? Yeah, I think. Yeah, at twenties, twenty yeah. bucks or so. Uh, we had it in the quaddy as well, didn't we? Yeah, get that up, Ishmik. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same field. Uh, gets in better on the weights. Um, he was incredible in that first race. Um, I'm actually going to steal Tyler's thing. I'm going to put it as my Jim's bet as um him to win the winter bottom at six dollars. Mm, Future bet. bet. So is yeah. he favourite for it? Back, yeah, back winter bottoms. I'm um, honestly after watching him in that first up race, he usually he's it was, usually dog shit first. Up. Yeah, he's dog shit first up. He blitzed him, so he's only going to get he's only going to get better. So um, six dollars for winter bottom. Mm-hmm. Get on now. In fact, I might chuck a cheeky little twenty or thirty this weekend. Or not? Yeah. All right, Tyler. Oh, Tyler, you got a future bet for us? Yeah, I got a little double future bet. I got Melbourne Cup and McKinnon Stakes double. So I'm going to incentivise into Zaki. Incentivise is. Probably once in a decade, lifetime horse. Honestly, a superstar. Every jockey that has had Melbourne Cup interviews have already written their horses off and are fighting for second. Like James McDonald has already said, like I don't see like, much yeah. beaten um, incentivised unless he falls over or something like the that. The only man that's uh, any confidence in winning yeah. is Glenn Boss. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one. So I don't see much beating him. Um, and Zaki has overcome his flu, which is good. And J Mac has been confirmed to sit on sit on him. And I honestly think if Zaki ran in the cot spot, he would have won. Um, even though Animo and Sadabos were very good, I still think Zaki would have done him in. So he's two bucks twenty, I think, from the McKinnon. If you double them up, it's five dollars twenty. So I think that's a very well, we'll go safe bet. Very safe bet. Lovely. Schmicky, you got a schmalty for us? No, nah, no schmalty this week. I've been a bit off the schmalties lately, but I might try and whip one up and put it online before Saturday. Oh, sounds good. Uh, Ditcho, Cracker Jack? Yes, I think we almost need to rename this. I don't think it's deserving of the name Cracker Jack. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've had a Cracker Jack for a few months. It's been a while. I don't, I don't Blue think, bowls, that's for sure. I don't think one's won. Um, this season <laughs> don't big, big blue balls can't you say Pride of Jenny Flemington Pride and I'm going to Eagle Farm race 8 uh, number 6 Barma Mutt Barma Mutt oh, that's, that's not the name that's fitting that's fitting should be suited here uh, I'll just keep it brief because I know a lot of people probably tuning out at this stage uh, racing like he wants further so I reckon it's a all right bet on Saturday. So nine dollars fifty at the moment. Uh, number six, 
race eight. What's the plan for a place? Um, don't know. I reckon probably two dollars fifty. All right, cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, that just about wraps us up. Has anyone got anything else they want to add before we? Call yeah, it? I want to start, give a horse. Um, uh, hit the bricks. I know we introduced this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it just it just fell off. It September just, run hit the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after this weekend. Um, I want to say Charlton Eddie at Ascot. Uh, won too many times this year. You've been my best bet. So you can hit the bricks because it <laughs> has done nothing for me. Every week, it's always been like the second last or last race. I'm like, here it is. This is my chance to make some units up. The boys have had a mediocre week. Here it is, like fucking 20 units. Does nothing. So hit the bricks, Charlton Eddie. You're dead to me. <laughs> hey, we next start. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will. All right, that wraps us up. It should be an absolute cracking weekend. So good luck if you're on the punt. And make sure you follow plenty of us because we'll give you plenty of winners. And remember, where's the lawn?